Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Marion, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was a, a ple- um, such a wonderful time to meet you and personally talk to you one-on-one, just two moms, you know, laying <laughs> it on the line. And, and I thank you. I was, you know, I know we were all tired because we, we were all up early in the morning in our day jobs and the kids and life. But I, I'll tell you what, I was so fired up by inspiration and so I, I just thank you. And it just, it was a great group and a great evening. And, and so I was sad to see what happened at, at the school board meeting. Can you take me through what happened? Cause I want to, I do want to analyze in a, in a bit how the media is portraying this. Most people aren't really reporting on it at all. But when you see the video of what happened in that video and then you compare it with how it was being reported, if it was being reported, there's quite a stark contrast. A hundred percent. And, you know, actually, I want to take it to, um, I, before we even talk about what everyone is talking about, mm-hmm. maybe we should talk about what we could be talking about was mm-hmm. before the incident of someone picking up a chair in a threatening manner, which I actually, I left right before that moment, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I just, I felt the tone in the room was just all wrong. And uh, for disclosure of your audience, my husband, who is a surgeon, he's running for a school board seat in Central Box. Our children are out of the district. We had a wonderful experience with our children in Central Box, and that's why he's doing it. He wasn't at the meeting at all. He was busy meeting people, knocking on doors, talking to them one-on-one, and hearing what's important to them. But and I should, you know what people and I should, I should point out, too, and I, and I did this on purpose. I wanted to back into it. But you, you also just so happen to be a, a doctor. You're an MD. You're a pediatrician in the area. So I've, I've practiced here for 24 years. Yes. So that's, that's important to note. So you and your husband are, are both, are both doctors, physicians, parents. And I suspect you, like a lot of people, moved to Bucks County and love Bucks County in part because of the schools that the, these are known in, in the entire state as some of the top schools. Oh, we moved here from Chicago. I grew up in Hilltown, went to Penn Ridge. We met at Duke, trained in Chicago, and we came here. And when we, we, we set our, like, you know, final home where we were going to have our children, uh, you know, raised, we picked it, you know, as Central Bucks. And as I said, we had a wonderful experience. Our children are thriving. Two have graduated from college. One is a sophomore. We're momentarily, when I finish this call, I'll be on our way to visit him in North Carolina. Aww. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm just a mom. He's a dad. My husband is. But what I wanted to uh, stress was before the chair 
was lifted and, and uh, waived, there was a lot of positive, so much positive. They opened with the school resource officers who will be at all three high schools. And isn't that something that's needed? And kudos to Sheriff Fred Heron, because I really think that he pushed to make the final uh, position at CB West happen. We want that. Protection is so important in our schools. And those children having someone to guide them and mentor them, that in itself can do a lot for the wellness, which we know is so important. They had introduced that first, I believe, because, you know, of course, these are busy officers of the law and they need to get home to their families. But then, um, you know, there was a lot of discussion that came from our administration, from Dr. Lukabaugh, and uh, what he was stressing was academic excellence and wellness and technology and innovation and our very wonderful Votech school because, you know, people are choosing that as, as a direction, and that's a wonderful thing, and community engagement. And we had a beautifully laid out plan, all this positive. They discussed grade realignment. True, he also did have our uh, district lawyer give an update on the lawsuit that is brought by um, a teacher at CB West and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Diane Carty Herring uh, and some others are, I guess, together suing. And uh, there's a push to try to um, settle the lawsuit, which the lawyer told us it's a bad idea for two reasons. Number one, it doesn't seem as though it should be settled, and especially at the level that they're asking. The settlement that's now being asked as of September 1st of this year will put an average new amount on everyone's tax bill of $3,500 a household per year. Wow. So some really compelling information came out mm-hmm. at this, and, and then we got to public comment. And I, I watched during public comment, the first speaker gets up there and he delves into, I think, what everyone has talked about again and again and again. There's nothing new here other than he's outrightly calling people bigots and stating that the board report that happened in April lynched one of our teachers. Now, I would never use such a word in a public forum, but he seems to think it's appropriate. Funny that you were talking about how people are treated differently yes. depending upon the letters behind their name. I mean, I, I think if someone that was a prominent Republican, and this man is a prominent Democrat, stood up and used the word lynched, we, we'd be hearing about it from loudspeakers. Definitely. Um, Yes, but it was, I mean, some of his choices of words, he talked about our superintendent and our board president popping into bed with the Independence Law Center. Who says that? I mean, that's just such an inappropriate turn of phrase. But his right to speak, his First Amendment, um, and, you know, the the whole thing went on. And when I decided I was going to leave, there was a woman who got up and just such an angry tone. And the first thing she does is she questions the integrity of all the rest of the speakers. And not two minutes later, she turns around and snaps at an 80 something woman behind her, shut the front door, except she didn't say front door. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it was like, (laughs) it was a snap. It, it, It wasn't like a, please be quiet. It was the whole nine yards. And she's questioning the integrity of the speakers. I mean, so you watch all of this, but I kept on thinking, what about all that positive? And does anyone cover that? And then I left and then the chair incident happens and, you know, others can talk about that who were there. But the next day I pick up the newspaper and it's, it's a newspaper. I 
I didn't mention this yet, Dawn, but I spent seven years as a volunteer on the editorial board of the Bucks County Courier Times. And, you know, when John Anastasi and Shane Fitzgerald were there, they were very fair editors. The reporting was kind of getting a little sketchy and biased. But since 2021, I watched those reporting staff. They seemed so heck-bent biased against the Central Bucks District to discredit all those that were elected. And let's face it, they were elected because parents were upset that their children were pulled out of school and forced to wear masks. That's why they got elected. And whether you agree or disagree with what they've, they've done, the way that the press is portraying it with outright lies in the headlines in that newspaper, but there's that newspaper the day after giving the account of the meeting, not mentioning any of the positive, of course not, and then talking about the chair incident and getting a quote. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if the piece has been updated because who can keep on going back to yeah. make sure that the reporter's doing her job? But she gave a free pass to the chair wielder. Yes. I mean, like so, this is like a mixed martial arts moment. And he so let me got his hand stuck. So let me just back up because I had early on, and, and this was the meeting was to this particular meeting was Tuesday night. So early Wednesday morning, I was seeing some scuffle about this. And I did report on it and I was calling it out because it just didn't ring true to me. So, so just, and if somebody missed that, I just want to say that the Bucks Courier Times, the way they were reporting it was that the speaker finishes public comment and then he leveled accusations at a minority board member. Now, minority board member, I'm assuming the word minority means a Democrat, right? Correct. And so he allegedly appears to throw papers into the face of another man seated in the audience. And then at this point, that man man jumps up, picks up a chair, according to witnesses. But the man later said that his arm was, <laughs> and I, this was delicious, uh, his arm sort of got caught in the back of the chair. And then he had lifted it sort of accidentally and put it down. So when I reported that, and I did, I did quote the Bucks County Courier Times, and on the air I said, "That boy, that doesn't sound that that just doesn't ring true to me." So to me, and and this is the importance of the media. If you are any any human being, you don't have to be a news reporter, but for me as a longtime news reporter and journalist, if somebody asked me that, I would want to see the video, right? Or say, "Really, your arm got caught in a chair? That how does that happen?" And so they're not they're they're taking it for the person's word and skewing the coverage because when you see the video it's like whoa i mean it's over the guy's head it's it's there there is no 0.0 chance that that's what happened and so i just i just want to back up and and just refresh everybody's memory uh we're talking to uh, dr marion mass um who is a pediatrician a mom, a parent, her husband, Stephen Mass, is is running as a candidate there. Okay, go on. But I just, I had to give up that backup because this is a lot of insider information. So thanks for, let, let's move forward then. But so. Oh, yeah, please. I, yeah. I'm so glad you did that backup. It was, well, it was definitely needed. You can, you can uh, <laughs> give me a, a stop anytime and, and add because I'm, you always have good points to add. Well, you know, the, the point is, it's this heated moment. But the, the point of it is that, that the way that the media, it, this should, you, everyone should take notice that the way this is being reported, the, the 
local papers and the media bent over backwards to do everything they could to mitigate the upsetting thing. And, and, and the video is online. I mean, people there posted it. You can see it for yourself. Um, it doesn't, you know, we could, we could air it. All you're going to hear is the scuffle, but you see the guy who's, you know, taking a folding chair. He has it, his hand, hands are not caught in it. One hand's on the back of the seat. One hand is at the top and he is lifting that thing practically over his head. This is a threat. And so then the police, the police were there, right? Or were they called in? Well, so now I'm, for all full disclosure, as I said, I, I've, I've you, used you the video that you've seen, but I had left yeah. because I just felt like this this is getting out of hand, and I just don't I don't like being yeah. there when you when you see all this going on. I thought to myself, I can do this another day. The police were there; they were right outside when I left. Um, I had actually followed that comedian from New York out. He signs in as from being from Warwick, but I can tell you his license plate is New York. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's very interesting, and that's that significant showing up. Yes, yes, it is. There's so many like moments you could you could have a whole three weeks over what's going on in Central Bucks. But the bottom line here is here's someone who's married to an elected leader. And I believe what I've been told, he's running the campaign for the five candidates running as Democrats for the Central Bucks School Board District. So the person who's running the campaign not only was threatening, but, but then he decided he was going to fib about it and fib about it in the public space of a newspaper. Now it tells us a couple of things right here. You know, like when you're in a leadership position, you know, like things like threatening and lying are bad ideas. I mean, you would have thought we would have learned from (laughs) Nixon, right? I mean, right. I think he's old enough to know Nixon, but maybe not. And, and, you know, I guess you could even have a discussion over like what's worse, threatening or lying. I mean, he did both. So maybe we should ask him, but then you think about what is that saying? I mean, children in our district hear about this. My kids, you know, they, they call me from, you know, afar and say, Mom, now what's going on? Or Dad, what's what's happening? You know, it, it's like the topic du jour. But young people and children, you know, they're hearing about this instead of hearing about all the positive stuff you and I just reiterated, right? Right. All the, you know, potential, you know, plans of excellence and the grade realignment and the safety measures of the SROs, the media is not talking about that. They're talking about the dude with the chair and then giving him cover and then making it as though, like, my goodness, people are going to be talking about this and they're going to be saying as though he was threatening. Well, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't weasel out of that. It's very telling that the media feels so empowered to keep on lying. And when I spent those seven years on that editorial board, as I watched it start to happen in 2021, I called it out to the editorial board. I said, could you get a handle on your reporters here? Because, you know, the one meeting happened and they decided to put a hold on the the middle school trip to Washington, D.C. The next day you pick up the paper and the headline says, uh, uh, field trip to Holocaust Museum canceled. Well, that's two lies in a headline. It wasn't canceled. It was put on home. And it was never a field trip to the Holocaust Museum. I picked up the paper one day and it says, Pumpkin Fest canceled because of rift with Central Buck School District. Well, you know what? The, the rift with Central Buck School District with CB Cares, who runs Pumpkin Fest, was that 90% of their money was flowing right to the people that were taking a salary from CB Cares. I felt, I felt as though people had lied to me. I donated. I went to charity events. I helped at Pumpkin Fest. 
But I pick up the paper and they're saying the Pumpkin Fest is canceled because of a rift like that. I asked the editorial board, I said, maybe do you think it was they didn't run their finances right because they're paying too much to the executive director? Is that possible? 90% of the money is going there. Maybe they have trouble with their finances. Yes. That wasn't even considered. Instead, you're going to blame Central Bucks? Yes. And they have never, they didn't run Pumpkin Fest. You can't blame that on them. They actually <laughs> did go back and change the headlines, but not before headlines do their damage. Once yeah. they hit the print, 60% of the public is only reading the headlines. Right, because Quite think frankly, about it. If you're reading that headline, you're going, Pumpkin Fest, those Republicans, really? They've reached a new low. They Look at this. They're canceling Pumpkin Fest for crying out loud. I mean, that's your reaction because you, you exactly. believe you believe what's in print or what's online. Oh, it's terrible. Even if you put the stuff at the beginning of a news story. And look, I do a lot of op-ed writing and I try to pick yes. my titles and I try to I, may, I bend over backwards to make them accurate and, you know, all that other stuff. Um, but, you know, even if you put something at the beginning of a story, 60% of the public will read just the headline. And then, you know, a p- good proportion of the rest of the public are going to only read one or two paragraphs. Remember that comedian from New York that I mentioned? Yes. He came to a school board meeting dressed all in camo months ago and pretended he was an irate. I suppose he was pretending to be what he thought a uh, Republican was, right? His version of that. And when he was doing this, in he comes and he starts talking about them. You know, he wants the book by Shel Silverstein canceled. And the reporter put this right at the top of the news story. And a good friend of mine came to me and said, oh my gosh, Marion, this is really getting ridiculous. You have to speak out and do something. They're canceling Shel Silverstein in the district. I'm like, no, they're really not. If you read the whole story, you would have gleaned that the guy was a comedian, but it didn't come in until the end. So people that are reading this are thinking that that's what's happening. It's disingenuous. It's sneaky, quite frankly. And you know what? I I left the editorial board voluntarily before they dismissed the rest of us volunteers. Yes. There were six of us, and we got along great. Right. We didn't agree on everything politically, but we had discussions, and we put together um, really good, solid uh, editorials. Yes, but Marion, if I could just generate it, if I could just just um, just to put a bow on this week's meeting, one of the battles that's going on in the Central Bucks School Board is to have fully approved curriculum and keep distractions out of the courtroom or out of the courtroom, out of the classroom, I should say. And one of the votes that they were scheduled for was that. Um, girls' bathrooms would be protected for girl biological girls, a separation of locker rooms that would protect girls and girls' sports and that sort of thing. And so what was ultimately, what was that, what was that, the, what is the final decision for Bucks County? We've seen in Montgomery County, um, girls' bathrooms are now not just for biological girls in especially Montgomery County. This is a big issue and it's coming to Chester County. If you live in Chesco, it's happening all across the region, all across the country. But where did that vote end? just to update at the, at the bottom line there on Tuesday? I, I wish I could update you. I actually had a shift last night until late and then came home and then right. uh, proceeded to finish up a, a different uh, writing piece that I'm working on. I did know that it was discussed last night I know that the majority of the board was leaning towards 
making sure that women's and young women's spaces and girls' spaces are protected. But, um, I, you know, of course, you can put the fabulous Dana Hunter on. Yes. You can put uh, some of the other candidates on, and I'm sure yeah. they're up to speed on it more than me. And um, I should say tomorrow we're going to have Artie Martino. She's going to be on. So another, um, you know, another candidate is and, and local um, local mom. So we're trying to just bring for, you know, for me, I'm trying to bring the mom perspective to it as well. You know, for you, just your take. And, and as far as the independent women's forum, what did Monday night and actually meeting Paula Scanlon in person, what did Monday night, what does that mean to you to, to meet her, to hear her story? Wow. Um, I was, you know, both Steve and I were just so impressed with Paula. Um, she is a brave young woman. She's accomplished, not only in her sport. I mean, this is a woman who had dyslexia that went on to major in engineering. Yeah. You know what, like, I, I, I did medicine in pre-med. We have two boys who majored in engineering. And that is a tough major. Yeah. And so I'm so impressed with Paula overall, but not beyond that, her resilience yes. in speaking up despite getting shut down her insistence on speaking her truth despite the media shutting her down, it, it was just wonderful to see a young person step up like that. And I guess, you know, Steve and I feel such a – we have children that are around her age, right? Yeah. <laughs> and our, our oldest was a college athlete at Dartmouth. You know, so we know the scene in the Ivy. And, uh, you know, he was also an engineering major, you know. So we, we think about what she went through. Yeah in a tough school, in a hard major, and after, especially after, as a woman thinking about that, and as a parent thinking about that, after being raped at 16, kudos oh. to Paula Scanlon. Yeah. And I'm just so pleased to be a visiting fellow. Uh, sorry, we're really literally in the car closing doors here. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you go. laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, thank I'm Mary. So pleased, yeah, with the Independent Women's Forum for bringing her. Yeah, and I'll be talking a, a whole lot more about it, but thank you for, um, thank you for this. And it's just the beginning because we need to have these conversations, open them up and tell what's really happening because nobody else seems to be interested in the truth. So Mary Mass, Dr. Mass, um, wife of Stephen Mass, who's obviously running, uh, for the board there. But thank you so much for joining me this morning. I appreciate you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 